If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites according to a recent Indeed survey. With Indeed, everything hiring is all in one place and it makes it so easy. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences each day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. The more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join the more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Indeed.com slash podcast. Need to hire? You need Indeed. I'd see him sitting on that couch all day long, just staring at that Hollywood hogwash. Our favorite show was Hollywood Hogwash. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Hollywood Hogwash. I'm Andrew Pisano, along with Josh Reese. I think this is our first, uh, like covid show for hollywood hogwash i believe yeah this is our maiden voyage in yeah. uh in the covid sphere you know we're trying to do our, our, our safe distances we're more than six feet away you know definitely well i'm just surprised you didn't get it because you were with me last sunday night for a while right next to me and i obviously had it that night uh my friend aaron ended up getting covid from me he was in the same same you know he was right there with us so i just think i have a superior immune system i mean when someone looks at me they think of someone that just oozes pure immune response probably the opposite they probably think you you ooze disease no no i mean you had COVID before and you were sick so yeah but that was like that was like way back in like 2021 2021 you idiot (laughs) yeah i'm fine now but uh yeah still i I tested negative my son is is still with me and he's perfectly fine but he tested positive uh so that's why we're we're still keeping our distance for now yeah i mean not only perfectly fine he built this like five foot tall statue now that you mentioned it might as well bring in the newest member to the podcast table. <laughs> That's so cool. Grogu. It's a th- it's over a thousand pieces. I can't believe the little bugger had so much um just just you know stick to itiveness. I never would have done a Lego <laughs> a Lego set more than 40 pieces. I never did anything like this as a child. <laughs> I would always just build my own. Sh- my mom would get me Lego sets, and I would just build my own shit. I wouldn't build the stuff that's on the Lego box. Yeah. I was too lazy, I guess. So how, yeah, how, long, how long did it take him to do that? He would, like, work on it. Um, actually, he started it when we uh, when we came back from Iowa, so about okay. a week. Wow. And he would do, like, uh, he would do a little bit every day, you know? Okay. So it probably took like six hours total or something. So it's it's pretty like stout, like you know it dude, it's awesome. Okay. Look at this Ooh. thing. Interesting. And well, he said we could keep it on the table for now, but I imagine at some point he'll want it. <laughs> want it back. Well, it yeah. 
Now you've just got to like uh, color in some uh, chain mail because you know now he's a Mandalorian. Grogu's a Mandalorian, so now right. you know we got to get the little chain mail for uh, for little tiny Grogu. It's true. Yeah, yeah. This thing's awesome though. Holding it, I, I love it. Super. So cool. it's got it's got some girth and some weight behind it. Yeah, man. Look at this. It's like the size of my hands. Interesting. You know, it's good. It's not five feet tall, like you said, but yeah, it's. it's wow, well, you know, relative. You know, it look looks always cool. looks like you have big hands. Well, I do have big hands. <laughs> um, but no, that's not the only addition. Uh, let me grab him real quick. I got this guy. Oh shit! I'm gonna screw up everything here. It's okay. the newest. The newest pop uh, is this uh, Mexican version of Venom. Okay. It's like if Venom was a luchador. Was a lucha libre? Okay. Lucha yeah. libre. I already have the keychain version of this, like hanging in my car. And then I thought, like, it's great because half of the pops are wrestlers, half of them are movies. This, like, meets it right in the middle. Right in the middle. It's Venom and a wrestler. I, I so will he's say, in the middle of all the pops, bringing them that, together. They've got some uh, really interesting ones whenever I go to, like, comic book stores and and uh stuff like that i'll see like some uh sugar skull like uh superman or sugar skull batman yeah sugar skull wonder woman maybe i'll have to bring one one of these days what is sugar skull oh like well you know like a lucha libre oh okay yeah 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 i saw that they have like a hulk version deadpool spider-man of these luchadors so it's pretty cool but i like the venom one the most well, I've got a surprise as well, and it, oh. my my sister in law is actually making this one handmade, mm-hmm. so it should be delivered to the podcast within the next week or two. She's making something for the podcast, yeah, like something we could hang back here. It's probably something that's going to have to sit with the pops. Interesting. Yeah. Any uh, any hints on what this is? He is a crass superhero. Okay. But <laughs> no, I, I don't want to give too so much. It's, uh, Wolverine or Deadpool? <laughs> or maybe Homelander. Homelander, yeah, that's true. It could be Homelander. <laughs> or are we counting uh Jedi's as superheroes? Because Obi-Wan is pretty crass. Is he now? He seems pretty crass. What does she but do that, we'll that she's that. making this? What is this, is she really good at that stuff? Oh yeah, no, she's really good. She made me uh she made me a jiggly puff, you know, like Pokemon. Okay. That's <laughs> your favorite me... Pokemon. Yeah, yeah. No, it, it it just looked the coolest. <laughs> it looked the coolest. Okay. Uh, she made my brother uh um my other brother, not not the one that she's married to, a uh, um uh Stay Puff Marshmallow Man. Okay. Yeah, so I mean she can she can do a lot of cool things. So you asked her to do this or she just decided to do it? No, I asked her to. I saw a really cool uh, thing online. And I was like, hey, can you replicate this? She was like, oh, yeah, sure. Mm. I was like, please, please. And she's doing it for free? Wow. I'm, I'm, I'm paying her. How much? It's it's 20 bucks. Okay, that's not bad. Yeah, it's not bad. Cool. It's not well, bad. I look forward to seeing it. Yeah. It's going to be a surprise. Yeah. So it's a big week on the show. Oh, my God. I know. Can you believe Tom Cruise's new movie? I mean, it was amazing. Did you see it? Yes. Oh, shit. I'm kidding. No, I know. We're going to recap that next week. You still haven't seen it, right? 
No, I, I really want to. I haven't seen it yet. Well, Jurassic World comes out next week, too. Oh, God. We're going to be like, we're going to be delayed. These no, because are... after that, there's a few weeks where nothing really comes out. But the month of June is just going to be massive. I mean, yeah. we've still got Obi-Wan. Mm-hmm. We've got The Boys. Yep. Miss Marvel. I don't know how much, you know. I don't we'll know about see. that. But yeah. Um... <laughs> but it looks like month of June is going to be pretty stacked. Pretty stout. Uh, the whole the whole summer, I'm sure. Yeah. Pretty yeah. crazy. But yeah, we have today, we're going to review the first three episodes of Obi-Wan Kenobi and the first three episodes of yeah. season three of The Boys, which, oh, God. holy shit, yeah. that show is back and better than ever. <laughs> um, <laughs> they love to kill people in unique ways. Yes, they do. But before <laughs> we get to those oh, shows... Let's cover the news and rumors, a.k.a. the Hollywood hogwash. God, it was a busy week. It was. Uh, I was very pleased to see that Johnny Depp won his defamation case Mm -hmm. against his ex-wife, Amber Heard, last week. Depp was awarded $15 million in damages. Uh, he'll likely never get all of that. Heard won two million on her counterclaim, which that was all based on like something Depp's attorney said about her. It was nothing that Depp actually said. So is it the attorney that has to pay that? I, I don't know. I, who knows? <laughs> Do they just know. take that off of what she owes Johnny? <laughs> I think so. Okay. Um, but what Depp really won here was public opinion. Yeah, you know, well, it, it really wasn't about the money here. I don't know if he's, sure. if he's, you know, a lot of times no one ever sees the money when they're awarded in these like civil cases, you know. So it's interesting. I'm actually, I'm actually more surprised that they came up with a uh, an actual clear cut verdict. So am I. I figured it was going to be something that was thrown out. Well, it's so crazy. Did you watch how they read the verdict? Well, they they came out and then they didn't have like a win, or they didn't have the amounts or something like that. They didn't have they like went their, back their in. scorecards filled out or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. I don't know. Don't ask these two idiots how court works. But no, like uh, it was funny because then they were like reading up. They were like when uh, Depp or you know when Amber Heard alleged that Johnny Depp did so and so, we found that to be false. And when Heard said Johnny Depp did this, we found that to be false. And then it just kept being false and false and false for all the shit Amber Heard said. Right. And then um <clears throat> and then for Heard's claims, like most of those, it's like, yeah, that was bullshit. That was bullshit, except for this one thing that Depp's lawyer said, which I don't even remember, but it doesn't matter. Depp really won the case. Oh, he won sure. public opinion. Hopefully he could start making movies again. Um I know uh, some celebrities, uh, what's her name? That terrible comedian. She's a redhead. Oh, Kathy Griffin. Kathy Griffin, like, came out in support of Amber Heard. It's like, you just ignored everything that they that they they proved in this case. And as well as the, uh, the Me Too founder, I don't know her name, but, like, it was just like, oh, Me Too founder tweets out, Me Too is dead. And it's like, get the fuck out of here. Yeah, maybe maybe it is because, like, people that are crying wolf, like Amber Heard, like, you're not helping this, the situation there. Right. No, it was really disappointing because I, I one of the things that Amber Heard tweeted out afterwards was, 
well, I guess this was a setback for women, blah, 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 blah. No, you no, set back women. It's a setback for women that are batshit crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you're still going to believe the women who are, you know, actually getting raped and stuff like that. But I mean, no, the batshit crazy women are the ones that need to stop. Right. Ugh. That's what, like, yeah, you're setting women back by lying, right. by lying. So. So I was trying to look. Yeah, no, Johnny Johnny Depp has almost nothing. Right now he has something called Puffins, which is... Well, everyone's waiting. Filming. Everyone was waiting for this trial. Hopefully... Yeah. Hopefully he gets something back. I mean, it seems like Jerry Brockheimer wants him back for the Pirates movie, but Depp is still claiming... Although the guy that... I read that the guy that fired Johnny Depp from Pirates, uh, like, stepped down... Like he resigned. Hmm. So like, and that just happened. And that right. happened because they're trying to be like, hey, Johnny, look, he stepped down. We got rid of him. You want to, you want to come back? Please, Johnny, come back. You're Please. the only people, re people watch this. And he's shows. like, $100 million. <laughs> like, okay, Johnny, sure. Whatever you want. $100 million. I'm sure there's a number that would make Depp come back. Because look, you know, he's a rich guy, but he lost a lot of money over these years by not getting right. <clears throat> hired. Right. And apparently he spends his money like fucking Nicholas cage, which is, you know, he, he spends his money like a teenager. <laughs> well, if, if that means that one day we're going to get a Johnny Depp movie, like we did the <laughs> Nicholas cage movie, I'll be all for that. Oh my God. A team up with both <laughs> of them. <laughs> As uh, as buddy cops, the, the only difference is Johnny Depp's always good in in movies. You know what right. I mean? Like he doesn't Johnny Depp doesn't pull a bad performance like Nicolas Cage usually does now. Right, that's the difference there. So, so did uh did you also get the the news about Amber Heard? What her uh, that apparently she's been completely taken out of uh, Aquaman. The Lost Kingdom. Really? Yeah. So this is a report uh, as of two hours ago, actually. Oh, shit. Uh, uh, according to reports awesome. following the verdict, blah, 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 blah. Reliable insider Casey Walsh has noted that Warner Brothers is set to delete the actress's scenes from Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom. The reports note that a meeting between the higher ups was recently held to make the decision of removing herd from I hope Aquaman. it's I hope it's true. Yeah. That'd be hilarious. Like in the movie they're like what happened? I don't I remember what her what her name is in the movie but they're like what happened to her and Aquaman's like yeah she drowned and they're like she drowned? <laughs> she lives underwater. Ah, she drowned, I don't know. She drowned. No, I, I, what I want is like them not to like reshoot some of those scenes. Yeah. Just like automatically take her out, him turn and talk to nobody. <laughs> You see what her think sister. You see her floating in the ocean, and it's never explained, but you just see that like randomly floating away. Yeah, that's a, a school of like codfish, like like send her out to sea. Well, it's interesting because like that's his love interest. I thought they were sisters. No, no, they, they fucking they, they, they totally sisters. They they fell in love in the first shitty movie. You just forget because the movie was so unbelievably yes. shitty. I've totally forgotten everything about that fucking movie. The movie was so I'd rather watch Morbius again. I remember more things of Top Gun One from the 1990s than I do. The, from it was Aquaman. the 80s, Josh. The 80s. Exactly, exactly. 
I remember Speak, a ton of shit. But no, speaking of uh, Morbius, um, <laughs> so Jared Leto decided to join the Morbius meme party. That was a that was the best thing that happened, to be honest. <laughs> it's like in this video he posted on social media, and he's reading a script, and the person filming is like, "What are you reading?" He's like, "Oh no, nothing, nothing." And then we see it, and it's a script for Morbius Two. It's Morbin time, and he's like, "Oh." Yeah, and then they play the music from Curb Your Enthusiasm. Boom, boom, boom. That was so funny. To be honest, that was better than the the fucking oh Morbius movie. Yeah, I was like, they should go all in on this and make this movie. Well, yes, they should make maybe Jared Leto the fucking uh, director or what, just go all in. Write the movie. Just go all in on the insanity. We just mentioned Nicolas Cage. Make him the villain. Who can, he's a vampire villain. <laughs> or Morbius' right. his best friend. Who knows? <laughs> Who knows? Because of these Morbius memes, Sony thought, oh, my God, this is great. Let's re-release it in theaters. God, and did they did that. Some of the numbers? It made $85,000 on Friday. And apparently the rest of the weekend numbers were so low, they were like, ah, we don't even care. Like, don't even report it. No, I, I think I saw that uh, someone someone did that. Well, the, someone did the math per theater. I think they said it made like $80 a theater or something like that. That is crazy. <laughs> so that's like eight people in a weekend. Like, what's this Morbius movie? <laughs> you know, I never saw it yet. Or maybe it's just the... Maybe the eighty-five thousand are just like the 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 crazy Morbius fans. They're like, yes, we need to see it again. Because you know, every movie, some this is someone's favorite movie ever. Oh, you know who was that one guy? Was it a? It was. There's, a there's always going to be some people that they love the shittiest movie. Like, hey, what's your favorite movie? And they're like, I don't know. Uh, you know, like, and it's just like the worst film ever made. No, we did a story about a guy recently that watched. Was it? Was it the Spider-Man movie? He watched it like 200 times or something like that? Yeah. Something ridiculous. Watching a movie in theaters, whatever it is. Yeah. Yeah. But did you ever see any of these Morbius memes? I never did. I I never got any of them. I mean, it's Morbin. Yeah. Like he just, it's Morbin time. Wasn't the first time we saw that. Like other people were doing that. Hmm. It was just funny that, that Jared Leto hopped in on it. I saw some, some memes, yeah. This also memes. I, I just don't understand what in the right mind made the Sony executives think. Hey, you know what? People are making fun of Morbius with our memes. Yeah, I think they're gonna love shit talking the movie. Well, it was like when Snakes on a Plane came out. What was that? Twelve years ago, or whatever that Ooh, was. Yeah, something like, like that, that became like an internet sensation, and people were making fun of it, and they were like. Well, I guess this movie's going to make a lot of money. And then they decided to go heavy promotion with it. And it, did, it still didn't do well. I saw it because I'm an idiot. But, like, you know, uh, no, me and my friends wanted to see it because we love bad movies. And obviously, and Samuel was, Jackson, I'm sure. It's Samuel Jackson yelling motherfucking snakes on the motherfucking plane. But that was not, it wasn't, it wasn't as good as like you would hope a bad movie is supposed to be. Like, I don't think I ever saw it twice. Like we we had fun, but it wasn't anything special. Um, yeah, yeah. Sony needs to just sell all of their fucking superhero shit to to Marvel and Disney. Uh, yes, 
they you know, can't do very many things right there. I'm sure Disney will pay billions for it. What you know, whatever you'll get Sony? compensated, Sony. But stop! You can't do this. You're terrible at it. No, you're so bad at it, and you're gonna fucking you're gonna make the Sinister Six, and it's gonna suck ass. Stick to the PlayStation. That's it. And you that's have all Sony should yeah. do. Oh my god, those games are awesome. But no, yes. like. And that's because Sony's not making those games. They're, they're <laughs> insomniac is, but no, like, I mean, you, you have Michael Keaton and you make him read that garbage dialogue that an eight year old wrote. Hey, I don't know how I got here. Has to do with Spider-Man. I think I'm still figuring this place out, but I think guys like you and I should team up, do some good. Whoever you are. You have Michael Keaton and you're making him read that garbage. That was like in Venom when you guys got Tom Hardy and Woody Harrelson and, and made them talk like they're fucking 10 year olds. Right. Yeah. I oh, think the only cool. reason uh, Michael Keaton did what was like, you know, I've only got two Sony movies on my contract and that appearance counts as one. So let's, let's what's well, funny. Cause like he didn't do movies for like 15 years because he was like, I'm only going to do projects I want to do. And now he's like, fuck that. I'm just going to make as much money. I'll do all the shitty movies you want. He he went full Bruce Willis. <laughs> he did. It's like, yeah, be careful, man. You're going to be kicked out of Hollywood pretty soon. Right. Oh, Lord Jesus. Yeah. Morbius. Morbin time. The best thing I mean, on the internet this week. How could they do a Sinister Six now that like everyone hates all these movies? No. No. No, and they can't. They're, they're planning a Venom 3, but like... Did it, who liked that? I don't know anyone that liked the fucking the, the second Venom. But it makes money. It makes money. Morbi Morbius, I did not think made money though. So maybe maybe they're trying to recalibrate their uh, their their thinking and their the direction that they're going to go. How come they can't hire one of these fucking directors that could you know from the Marvel movies that could do something? I don't know. Yeah. Also, uh, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness is coming to Disney Plus on June 22nd. So, all right. I'll probably be watching that. Um, I'll watch it another time. Yeah. In the next few months. Yeah, I'll watch it again. I really, you know, I really like that movie. It was really good. Uh, so, the only, I was looking over the things that are coming out on Disney Plus uh, yeah. the rest of this month. Doesn't really seem like there's very many uh, other big things that are coming out aside from Miss Marvel. Miss mm -hmm. uh, Marvel, of course, is coming out this Wednesday. God, this Wednesday, Miss Marvel. Um, I, I mean, we can't recap that. There's, there's not. We have. I think maybe at the end of the watch. I think maybe the end of the series. Maybe I'm not sure. I think we have to at least recap the series. I don't, I don't think we should do the whole thing. But I, we could talk about that later, I guess. Right. Um, but the last uh, Obi-Wan um, episode is going to be June 22nd. Okay. So end of this month, pretty much. Right. Yeah. And then uh, even though the third season isn't due out until next year, Jon Favreau has confirmed that season four of The Mandalorian is already in development. They might as well say we've got 10 seasons of The Mandalorian that we're going to be doing. Right. I mean, I it's mean, kind of interesting. You can't see that show going on for that for that many seasons. Like, season two right. kind of felt like the finale. It kind of felt like it should have been over. But the show is so popular that they have no choice but to keep doing it, which is a lot like Stranger Things. Stranger Things should have been one season. And right. it was perfect. I know you didn't watch it, but, like, the first season of Stranger Things was, like, perfect. 
And then they were like, oh, let's do season two. And it was good, but it was kind of the same thing again. And then they did season three, and it's kind of the same thing again. And I haven't watched season four yet. I I will at some point. I almost did this week, and then I saw that the first episode was like an hour and a half, and I was like, ah, it's too long. Yeah, and have you heard, like, some of the run times for these things? Like the They're all over an hour. Every episode is like an hour and 15 at least. And I believe the end of the season is like a, a two-hour movie. Yeah, like two and a half hours. A fucking movie. It's crazy. Right. It's crazy. You know, I, I don't understand how they do some of this stuff. It's whatever, I guess. Yeah. And then uh, Jude Law will apparently star in Skeleton Crew, which is a new Star Wars series set during the time of The Mandalorian. Hmm. And the series is being developed by John Watts, who directed the three Tom Holland Spider-Man films. Hmm. Okay. I'm not a fan of Jude Law. Well, I, I'm I'm interested to see where it could go. Have you ever seen a movie that he's in? Jude Law? I'm sure I've seen some movies. Well, he was a bad guy in Captain Marvel. Well, there's one. I'm sure I've seen. I don't even remember. Well, he usually does like love, fil- you know, like romantic films. Jude Law movies. Uh, I'm just not. I don't know. I'm not really into. He's boring to me. The Nest. Never heard of that. The Road to Redemption, King That's Arthur. Uh huh. Yeah. Okay. Maybe I haven't seen very many Jude Law movies. See. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe Anyways, uh, Disney Plus released a poster for the upcoming "I Am Groot" short film that will be coming on August 10th, and based on the poster, it's about Baby Groot. So. I'm interested in that. Baby Groot. Yeah, it's, it's it's I guess it's just a short film, so it's probably like 30 minutes. Yeah. Still kind of neat. Get to see how baby Groot, like, you know, kind of bounces around in his little universe. Yeah. Right. So I mean, I, I love baby Groot in Guardians of the Galaxy, too. Mm-hmm. You yeah. Know, he's very cool. Was very neat. Uh, what do you what else you got? Um, so I got let's see. So I got some anticipated TV and streaming stuff that's coming out this month. Of course, we're the boys yeah probably the biggest thing what's out uh the umbrella academy i right. never watched that but i've heard about it it's another type of superhero type of uh, yeah my sister really likes it it's coming she's, out she's trying to get me to watch it and i'm kind of interested it comes out uh june 22nd that's on uh that's on netflix right peaky blinders my parent my my parents my mom loves this my brother loves this i know a lot of people that love peaky blinders yeah. I'm not really a fan of it. Have you ever heard of it? I don't know what that is. It's uh it's about an Irish or an English mob, but like in like the 1800s. Okay. It's kind of interesting, but Who's I, in it? Is there a star? I don't know any star, of these guys. Right? No. Right, the, they're all like there. British guys. Um but that that season 6 uh comes out on June 10th. That's on Netflix as well. Oh yeah, Cillian Murphy. You know him? He was Scarecrow in the Bat in the Dark Knight series. Get the fuck out of here! Okay, interesting. Yeah. Hmm. He was well, also the star of uh, 20, 23 Days Later. What was it? The zombie movie. It was probably scary, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I didn't watch. <laughs> no, that. he was in Inception. He was the son of the owner that he was the guy they incepted. Interesting. Well, he definitely looks a lot different in that show. I've seen two episodes and I, I just haven't been able to get into it yeah uh the other thing another thing that's coming out is uh only murderers in the building 
Uh, that has uh, Martin Short and Selena Gomez. I don't okay. know if you've ever heard about that. That's uh, Martin Short and Selena Gomez. Go figure. And Steve, Mar- and Steve Martin. That's an ensemble cast. Well, Steve Martin, Martin Short, they always <clears throat> together. And that's in season two. That's on Hulu. That comes out June 28th. Okay. Uh, we already talked about Miss Marvel. And then this one, I think we should, uh, we might need to recap Westworld. Ah, oh, shit. I never finished season two. I know, but Westworld is huge. I haven't finished season two myself. It was so boring. <laughs> we might need to catch up. Look, we can't. Oh, God, argue. help us. We, we can't recap is, every show, Josh. I'm just saying it is a very popular show. Very popular okay, show. The first season, A+. plus. The first right. season of Westworld, A+. plus. There were yes. like four twists, and I was like, what the fuck? Like some of the best twists I've ever seen in my life. I was so excited for season two, and I was bored to death. Maybe season three is really good. Aaron Paul's in season three. Right. But now you're talking about season four. Yeah, season four. We have That means we have two seasons to watch if we're oh, going to get caught oh, up. You, just, you watch, the, the, you watch the, the preview before. Oh, oh, my. With how complicated that show is, we never. Oh, that's very true. You're right. When is season four? Season four is this month. Yeah, June 26th. No way. There's no way, Josh. Aaron Paul is still in it. Tessa Thompson. Luke Hemsworth. Jeffrey Wright. Ed Harris. Ed Harris is in this? He was in the first season, dude. Yeah, you're right. He was. The man in black. The old cowboy. Yes. Right. I forgot. Listen, there's a lot of TV that I watch, Andrew, okay? A lot of TV. Well, it's been a while. That was probably like 2018, 2017. It has been a while. Yeah. yeah. Uh the other the only other thing that I saw was uh looks like there is an update for Joker 2. Okay. Interesting. And uh, that is <laughs> what's the uh, update? That's all I have. There's an update, but that's there's it. There's an update. It's happening. Uh, so uh this is per screenrant.com. Uh these reports of Joker 2 making some progress comes after additional reports that Phillips, uh the director, what was his name? Todd Phillips. Todd Phillips uh, could take on a larger role within DC's film structure, uh, movie film structure. Uh, and it also says that he is, um, uh, he wants the blah, 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 blah. He's also doing the writing and directing for Joker too. Well, um, yeah. So. Um, and it's probably a movie that shouldn't have a sequel, but just like Hangover that Todd Phillips made. It right. made money, so let's make two sequels that are worthless, but whatever. So apparently the report is that uh, it's getting pretty close to a Joker sequel. So it hasn't exactly been set in stone, but well, it looks like the momentum is carrying it, Well, Todd through. Phillips is one of those directors where if he doesn't get everything he wants, he bails. Oh. I imagine they'll give him everything he wants, but... Okay, right. you want to hear a funny story? So I like funny stories. Um. Oh fuck! What was that movie? Uh, it was Will Ferrell, Vince Vaughn, and Luke Wilson, where they went back to college. Old school. Old school. So Todd Phillips directed Old School. There was really okay. Really, there was supposed to be an Old School too. It got approved. It was in pre-production, and then I forget what production company 
like you know owned old school but they were good they were like okay well now we're gonna release euro trip and todd phillips was like if you release euro trip i am not gonna make old school too and they decided to release euro trip and he bailed on old school too which is weird because why the fuck do you care right like old like euro trip has nothing to do with old school and by the way, no. for like stupid teen movies, old school was or old school. Uh Euro Trip was actually kind of funny. I actually I actually liked it. Is that the one with Tom Green? No. No. I'm thinking no. of something different. Euro Trip was no one famous except for Matt Damon, who had like a small part. Hmm. Okay. Hmm. Yeah, it was it was not I mean, I wouldn't watch it now because I'm not like, you know, it's a teenage movie. It's one of those stupid, but like for dumb teenage movie movies, it was good. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. So he's being a little bitch. Yeah, it was weird. Unless that story's made up, but that's what I've always heard. I don't know. It's just kind of weird that he would get it so upset over the studio releasing a movie. That yeah. Do with him. So of course, as the Joker left off, you know, he's on on the cop cars, whatever. As the crowd is around him. Yeah. So I still don't understand how that could fit into the larger. DC universe, but I guess it just doesn't. Well, I mean, if you want it to, then you have to what cast another Batman? Uh, come on, right? Yeah. Although in this, in the Joker, Batman, Bruce Wayne's like what ten years old. <laughs> we get teen Batman. <laughs> Fuck that. And it's also set in the eighties, and you killed off. The, I don't know. Whatever. It, uh, yeah. I don't know. We'll see what happens there, but that's we'll all you see. got. That's all I got this week. All right, well, Josh also wanted to do uh, another list. What did we do the first time? We, oh, we did top favorite movies of all time. Top favorite movies, yeah. So this week, Josh is like, what do you think? Uh, top five superhero films? And I was like, okay, I need some time, though. And so I made my top five. But then I was like, well, what about this movie? And then my top five turned into a top ten. Then it's not a top five. What about these movies? Then it turned into a top 15, then a top 20, and then I settled with a top 25. Jeez, Andrew. So, look, I I love superhero films. Uh, These are like the top 25. Like, I did 25 because, like, I like all these movies. I think they're all really good. Anything after these are just not really that good. Um pretty much now i'm realizing i left one off oh lord you you're terrible at making lists you have to well you know, i didn't do this top five I did this quickly because you you put this on me last minute like hey let's do a top let's do a top superhero list i can't just do five josh <laughs> i did five oh well, so why I don't you go why don't you I'll, go first while i I'll tinker while i tinker with mine some more tinkering yeah oh lord okay so um because it was also in my top top five movies of all time as well. Um, Endgame, of course, is number one for me. Um, Dark Knight, number two. Love Dark hey, Knight. Hold on, hold on, hold on. You went, you're going, no, you're supposed to start at five. I don't, I don't have to be dictated by you. I'm going one to five. Number one is Endgame? Number one is Endgame. Okay, sorry. What's number two? Dark Knight? Number two, Dark Knight. Okay. Number three, Watchmen. I loved Watchmen for so long. Yeah. Until those movies came out, and of course, adopted down. But Watchmen is one of my favorite movies of all time for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, number four, Deadpool. Love, 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 love Deadpool. Okay. And number five, 
another DC movie in Suicide Squad. The Suicide Squad. The Suicide Squad. Yes, the, the second one. Yes, <laughs> not the first one. Are you just putting that five because of your love of Peacemaker and you're thinking more about the Peacemaker oh, TV show? Peacemaker was so amazing, but no, it had some really good acting too. Look, it's on my top twenty-five list. So, yeah. oh God, is it twenty-five? Twenty-five. <laughs> yeah. No, is it number twenty-five? No, no, it's not number twenty-five. Okay, okay. Sorry. All right, you ready for mine? I'm ready for yours. I will say uh, honorable mentions, yeah. I guess, since since I didn't do a 25 list. No, you didn't. Uh, but uh, Iron Man, Iron Man one. Yeah, uh, that's uh, that's definitely an honorable mention. And then uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, <laughs> the first one. First one. All right. So this is my top 25. First off, <laughs> people might get upset because I don't have Logan on this list. Logan should be up there. These are these are not what I consider the best ones necessarily. I mean, obviously the top five is, but like this is these are my favorites. Okay. The reason why I don't have Logan on is because Logan makes me too depressed. It is sad. Which is also why Spider-Man No Way Home is not on this list either. Same here. I liked it, but it was really sad. But but it'd probably be on your top 25. Maybe. It's not on my top 25 because it made me too depressed with Aunt May and then no one knowing who he is. Like, it was just way too sad. Come on. <clears throat> so this is my top 25. Okay. I'm going to start at the bottom. Number 25, Guardians of the Galaxy, Volume 1. Ah, good, good, good. Number 24. And this is not perfect, people. I made this in like 30 minutes. You have no idea. Number 24, <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy, Volume 2. I did like that one slightly better. I thought it was funnier. I liked Kurt Russell in it. I loved Baby yes, Groot. Yeah. I love Baby Groot more than Adult Groot. You know, I could see that. Uh, number twenty-three, Spider-Man, the first Spider-Man with Tobey Maguire. Okay. Okay. Uh, number twenty-two, Deadpool two. Mm-hmm. Deadpool two. Number twenty-one, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. That one was a pretty good movie, but also sad, pretty depressing. Uh, no, only side characters that we just it was a scary movie. All right, number 20, Iron Man. Mm -hmm. Uh, number 19, Batman 89 with Michael Keaton and Jack Nicholson. I know it wouldn't be on your list. Nope. <laughs> uh, number 18, The Suicide Squad. Really, that low? Okay. Well, I, I did this fast, but I, you know, I'd have to see it again. I only saw it once. Uh, number 17, X-Men Apocalypse. I know a lot of people don't like that movie, but I love it. All right. Number 16, Spider-Man Far From Home. That's the second Tom Holland Spider-Man movie with Jake Gyllenhaal as Mysterio. Okay, okay. Yeah. Number 15, The Incredible Hulk with, Ed, with Edward Norton. Wow. I can't believe that one's up there because I've heard you rant on it so often. I like it. I thought you said you hated Ed Norton as as uh, the Incredible no, Hulk. No, I never said that, Josh. You're crazy. I like him more than Ruffalo as the Hulk. Really? As Is there Ed. another Andrew that I've been talking to that hates Maybe. the Incredible I Hulk? Maybe. I always said I love the Incredible Hulk. I know a lot of people don't like it. I don't get it. It has three awesome Hulk fights and a, and a good enough story. I agree with you. I like it. I just thought you didn't like it. Okay. No, I always liked it. Okay. Uh, number 14, Thor Ragnarok. Very that was funny. Gonna be, that should be high on my list. It's an honorable number, mention. Yeah. Number 13, Deadpool. Uh -huh. 
Number 12, Kick-Ass. Okay, okay. Have you seen Kick-Ass? No, not a conventional superhero movie, but superhero movie nonetheless. Oh, it counts. Yeah. Dude, you have to Kick-Ass. Is that with Michael Sarah? No. No? Okay. No, kick Nicholas Cage in Kick Ass, and it's like he's awesome in it. He's like, the dad, well, right? Well, he's a dad. He's a dad. Okay, but no, he's awesome in it. Hmm. Uh, number eleven, V for Vendetta. Oh, I guess that counts as a superhero movie. It does. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Number ten, Watchmen. Yes. Yep. Number nine, X Men: Days of Future Past. Okay. Number eight, Spider-Man 2 with Tobey Maguire, Doc Ock. Okay. Okay. Number right. seven, X-Men First Class. This has always been my favorite X-Men movie. Okay. Um, I really love it. Yeah. Number six, The Dark Knight Rises. Love Bane. Uh, number five, Spider-Man Homecoming, the first Tom Holland one with Michael Keaton as the villain. My favorite Spider-Man movie. Yeah. Uh, number four, Batman Begins. Mm, really? That high? Okay. The Dark Knight Trilogy is in the top six. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, number three, Avengers Infinity War. Yeah. And I really struggle with one and two here because they are one and two, but I, I had a hard time deciding who's one and two because... It's between the Dark Knight and Avengers Endgame, obviously. Oh, I thought you were going to say Justice League. Okay. Fuck out of here. <laughs> and, you know, I've watched the Dark Knight a hundred times. I'm probably close to a hundred times with Endgame. Um, and right now I can't stop watching Endgame, but but I, I put Endgame 2 and I put the Dark Knight number one. That's fair. Listen. because And the only reason is... Like Endgame has all the feels, right? But I feel like The Dark Knight is like a perfect movie, whereas Endgame has some dumb shit. The time travel? No, no, that's amazing. Are you kidding? It's Back to the Future with superheroes. That's the best part. Bracelets? That's the best part of the movie. Uh, I don't know. Not that Tony Stark figures out time travel in thirty seconds. No, I'm totally fine with that. I mean, the fact that Pepper Potts, Pepper Potts shows up in the in her Iron Man suit, and it's like, what? When did this happen? And then with the whole like forced, oh look, all the women are somehow all in the same spot in this giant war. The woman team up, sure. I got your back, sister. Right. Mm-hmm. That was very cringy. Well, I knew Dark Knight was going to be your number one, anyways. Well, you know, you know every fucking line from that movie yeah but i kind of know every line from endgame too i mean it's one a and it's <laughs> they're like one a and one b i mean it really is that close and, and my favorite changes every day i mean like right now i watch i watch endgame all the time on my phone <sighs> all the time when me when me and leo were in iowa we had to wait for hours we just watched endgame on my phone <laughs> <laughs> okay wow Top oh, yeah. 25 list. Interesting. There it is. I I thought you liked Watchmen. I figured Watchmen would be a little bit higher like myself, but uh it was just top I, 10. I do love didn't I do crack love. the didn't crack Andrew's top five. These are all like Chris, he loves Christian Bale too much. Can't <laughs> move out a Christian Bale movie for the Watchmen. These are all A movies sure. for me. 
all 25 are like like rated a you know what i mean mm-hmm. now uh, now this isn't part of our list and I, I definitely couldn't do a top five list about this but uh-huh. like what is the worst superhero movie you've ever watched start to finish batman versus superman yeah justice league yeah well batman versus superman justice league same thing yeah i mean like there are worse movies like but like i've said before batman versus superman offended me more martha (laughs) when you make bat i mean that alone that alone how does that not win everyone's worst movie ever why did you say that name name? (laughs) but like yeah you made batman a serial killer you made batman the punisher and he's not the punisher that's not the point of Batman, you fucking idiot, Zack Snyder. This and look, Zack Snyder, Zack Snyder made Watchmen, which I love. This fucking right. guy, he either hits a home run or he fucking goes like he fucking strikes out. <laughs> yeah, he hits a home run or he strikes out, but he strikes out like the worst strikeout. Like the guy, the pitcher threw the ball in the stands, and Zack Snyder's like, whoa. <laughs> Strikes out, bat hits him in the nuts, <laughs> falls over, rolls around. Right. Terrible. It's yeah. more like a first pitch gone horribly wrong. Like like the worst first pitch by a celebrity ever. So did you ever see um, Green Lantern with no. uh, Ryan Reynolds? I never saw okay. it. Same here. I, I wonder how that would be affected. Because you, know, I- you know Taika Waititi plays the best friend in that movie? Really? No, I yes. did not. Taika Waititi, director of Thor Ragnarok, Thor Love and Thunder. Yeah. Uh, director of yeah. Jojo Rabbit, which is awesome. Yeah, like... Are we going to have to watch that movie one day? Jojo Rabbit? No. Oh, Green Lantern? No. Green Lantern. No, 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 no. <laughs> I didn't even know this till recently because I saw it like online somewhere. And I was like, oh, shit. Because I never saw the movie. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Same here. Hmm. Yeah, I never saw Catwoman either with Halle Berry. I'm sure that's one of the worst. Never saw Catwoman either. Movies. No. no. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. I was curious. I guess there are worse movies, but I guess the answer, I guess Batman versus Superman would be like my most hated movie of all time because that's my most hated. For sure. Like, you know, the worst. some of the old Supermans with Christian uh, Christian Reeves. I know I wasn't a big uh, fan Christopher of. Reeves. Christopher Reeves. Thank yeah. you. Uh, I wasn't a big fan of, but uh, it's Justice League offended me. <laughs> like, you know, Batman versus Superman offended you. Well, that you one know. did as well, but yeah. All right. So, okay. Well, interesting. I wonder what top five lists we're going to do next week. <laughs> we'll see if it. Or top 25. Excuse yeah, me. <laughs> maybe. My, yeah. We'll see. All right. We're done with all that. Now let's review. The first three episodes of Obi-Wan Kenobi. Man, Obi-Wan really doesn't want to be a Jedi. No, he hates it. No, he's doing everything possible to not be associated with them. He might as well be pointing out other Jedi. You know, this used to be a hot take, but not so much anymore. Everyone's kind of like come to agree that Obi Wan kind of sucks. Yeah, he's like kind he's, of an asshole. Like, he kind of he kind of sucks as a person. He is. You know, first of all, 
they start off episode one with like a previously on Star Wars, these shitty movies. I know. It's like, no, don't I make know. me watch the prequels again. No, no. I don't want to see any of that bullshit. And then once again, we see Obi-Wan cut off Anakin's arms and legs. And then like he's like, you're my, you and my brother, Anakin. Now burn to death. Burn. Hey, Obi-Wan, how about you force push him into that lava some more, buddy? Right. Or just like, you know, just kick him a little bit. How about you cut his head off? Finish the job. He's your brother? Like, why would you want your brother to suffer like that? Right. Yeah. Like, yeah, I get it. You had to put him down because he became a rabid dog. But put him down. Right. Burned to death. You don't let the dog suffer. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Yeah. Now, this, I, I can see, and I'm glad that they did some rewrites to this, because this this series is pretty fucking dark. It is, yeah. It's pretty fucking dark. But no, like, uh, the, you know, in Revenge of the Sith, when, he, when Obi-Wan's like, I have the high ground, Anakin! Like, that was something me and my friends constantly said to each other, and still do sometimes. Like, I have the high ground. Like, we, we would say that so much. Because it was so ridiculous. Uh, it's pretty ridiculous. Um, but yeah, it's it's still like so fucked up when you think about it that Leia got to be royalty. She got to grow up a princess and Luke was sent to grow up poor. <laughs> fucking farmer. Fucking desert. <laughs> farming for onions out in the desert or whatever the fuck right. they're farming for. Yeah. Uh, the opening scene was awesome and brutal. With the, uh, right, with the starfighter or whatever flying. Order, Order 66. Mm-hmm. Showing the stormtroopers killing all the Jedi's and even younglings. Right. He killed younglings. Mm-hmm. And then we get, you know, they confirm it's 10 years later. So 10 years since Revenge of the Sith. Right. And uh, now we have the Inquisitors hunt Jedi. And that opening monologue from the Grand Inquisitor was great. It it reminded me of the Jew Hunter in Inglorious Bastards. Obviously, mm-hmm. not as good. But the way he was saying, like, he was talking about Jedi, it was kind of the way, like, how Christoph Waltz was talking about, you know, Jewish people. Mm-hmm. He's like, you don't know why you don't like them. All you know is you find them repulsive. <laughs> it was like, yeah. But again, one of the greatest villains in movie history. But, right. um, yeah. So the third sister uh, throws a knife at the bar owner, but a Jedi stops the knife, revealing himself. Uh, but Jedi's he can't help themselves. They can help themselves, just like the guy said. Yeah. Uh, he gets away for now. And then we see Obi-Wan working at a meat factory, but no one knows who he is. He's going by Ben. And also that meat cuts like butter. I mean, what the hell was that? Why CGI butter? Why did you CG butter? Why did you CGI the meat? That's what I, I was like, know. what? Why did you CGI the meat? It was weird. Um, but yeah, it's also hard to imagine that Ewan McGregor turns into the actor who plays Obi-Wan Kenobi in the first Star Wars film in just nine years from when this takes place. Oh my God. Nine years? I didn't realize that. Yeah, because Luke was 19 in the first Star Wars movie. Right. Yeah. Well, he's about to go through a lot of life experiences, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> it's like when you become president and you age 30 years. Right. <laughs> Yeah, like Obama looked like this, you know, young, sprightly man. And then at the end, he looked like a grandpa. 
Right. He was like, that was just eight years. Jesus. Yeah. And he wasn't even a Jedi. He wasn't a Jedi. <laughs> well, maybe. We don't know. But yeah, Obi, Obi-Wan lives in a cave. And the Jawas constantly steal his shit and sell it back to him. He lives a fucking really depressing life. He go he goes to work. He has to hop on a speeder, and then he fucking takes that weird ass camel back yeah. to his to his hummel. And he does that fucking every day, and the fucking Jawas are always fucking with. Him. And then every 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 night he dreams of <laughs> killing Anakin. <laughs> it's really fucking depressing. Every night he, he has nightmares about how he cut Anakin's arms and legs off and left him for dead. Yeah, you should. You should have nightmares from that. You piece of shit. You, yeah. <laughs> uh, we see the shot from the trailer of Obi-Wan watching Luke from afar. And uh, the Jedi from earlier finds Obi-Wan and asks for help, and he refuses and tells the Jedi to bury his lightsaber and live a normal life. And the Jedi's like, dude, what the fuck, man? Like, it's kind of similar. Help, brother. It's kind of similar to Luke Skywalker in the Star Wars sequels, except Luke's more of an asshole. Right. Jedis are just assholes, apparently. Yeah. And then Obi-Wan leaves a toy for Luke in the middle of the night, but Luke's Uncle Owen returns it and tells Obi-Wan to, you know, stay away from him. Stop being a fucking creeper, man. Jesus Christ. See, unlike Luke Skywalker in the Star Wars sequels, Obi-Wan tells Owen, like, he still has some hope. He's like, when the boy's ready, he must be trained. And then Owen says, oh, like, you trained his father? And I was like, oh! Yeah, that was pretty baller from Owen there. Yeah, that was from the trailer, but yeah, still. Great little line there. Mm -hmm. And then the Inquisitors show up, and they cut off a woman's hand, and they threaten Owen unless he gives info about where the Jedi are. Now, I, I had a hard time with the third sister for a while. I uh -huh. I think in the second and third episode, I started to understand her a little bit more, but it just... it it took me a while to kind of understand why she was just so hell bent on finding Obi-Wan. And it mm -hmm. wasn't necessarily just any Jedi's. She's just looking for Obi-Wan. Well, cause he's the, the best one, right? Well, I think, well, as Lord Vader. Yeah. We later find out later Vader, Vader fucking wants him, but damn, it was just kind of, you know, it just felt so strange why she was just hard up for that one specific one. When all the other guys are just like, We'll just fucking kill any well, of them. We found really out, matter. Before we found out it was Vader, I just figured she wanted to make a name for herself by killing, like, the greatest Jedi, you know? Maybe, for sure, yeah. Uh, by the way, the fifth brother is played by Han from the Fast and Furious franchise. Okay, interesting. Like, I, I realized he looked familiar, and I was like, who is that? He looks familiar. I looked him up, and I was like, oh, yeah, that's him. Hmm. Meanwhile, Princess Leia's a little troublemaker. Um... <laughs> And kind of yeah. annoying. A little bit. Just a little bit. I laughed when her robot was like when she was hiding and then her mom found her and then she was and then the robot was like, uh oh. <laughs> I did kind of laugh, laugh like that, but yeah. Right. And then the, the mom's like, if you behaved as well as you climbed, you'd be a senator already. And I was like, yeah, it seems like a bad plan to make a 10 year old a senator. Right. But they like to do that shit. You know, Leia's mom was a was a fucking leader of a country at 15 or whatever. Hmm. Interesting. You know, from that. from the family. Oh, from Padme. Yeah, right, Padme. right, right, right. Leia's mom. Sorry. Getting all the vernacular turned around here. Yeah, you get you get confused. Uh Leia's parents. It is 
It is three in the morning, Andrew. <laughs> Leia's parents throw a party and her father wants to end slavery, but the people just want to eat. They're like, ah, I don't, I came here to eat, not end slavery. I don't want to talk about slaves. I yeah. just want to stuff my face. And right. that cousin of Leia, such an asshole. Yeah, what a dick. And and of course, she's wise behind beyond her years, which that's right. annoying too. I hate when kids sound like they're fucking 50 years old oh well you're gonna get a lot of that in this series andrew <laughs> like leia is not charming like grogu no and it's and it, it, look i like the show mm -hmm. it's not perfect i like the show but it's like you really had to do another mandalorian where it's an adult taking care of a baby basically you know oh, right that's what right. the show is so far a much much more annoying baby yeah and then her mom's like, one day this planet will will look for you, Leia. Look onto you for leadership. And I was like, well, not so much. Yeah. It gets yeah. blown up in episode. Yes. Yeah, spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Yeah. Oh, but imagine you're starting here. I don't know. What is this Star Wars thing? It gets a lot darker. A lot darker. Here. Uh, then we have Flea from the Red Hot Chili Peppers and some other Inquisitors chase and capture Leia. Did you exactly notice that Lee? was no interesting? Okay. He's been in movies. I mean, he was in the back to the future movies. That was a long time ago. Um, but yeah, that scene of them chasing after her was pretty rough. <laughs> yes. Like, they was. all look like it, like they're running in the trees. <laughs> like, uh, you know, they're just, you'd like to think that. So this is a palace. There are some type of like really important people, whatever. Yeah. That they might have some type of like guard staff, you know, right. and that people can't get that close to capture your daughter, yeah. you know. But you know, these guys are just kind of creepily waiting out there for her. Yeah, you're you you're like the the king and queen, right, or whatever. And right, you don't have anyone watching your daughter. No, apparently not. So Leia's parents re reach out to Obi Wan for help, but he refuses. And then Obi Wan sees the the Jedi that asked him for help and. He was killed and hanged in the streets. And then Leia's father shows up to Kenobi's cave and begs him to help. We found out that the uh, the Inquisitors kidnapped Leia just to lure Obi-Wan to them. I mean, uh, thank God that they knew that he wasn't going to stick to his guns. Right. Yeah. And then at the end of the episode, you know, we see Obi-Wan boarding a ship with the with his lightsaber attached to his belt. So right. pretty good opening episode. Mm -hmm. It was interesting. You can see why they released the first two episodes the same day. Because, well, obviously, we're going to talk about episode two now, but episode two, right. like, you know, basically ended with a, a pretty awesome cliffhanger. Mm -hmm. But yeah, so Kenobi tracks the kidnappers to the planet uh, Dayu, I think. I don't know. Don't get me lying. And then there's a homeless man that Kenobi gave some money to. <laughs> Did you notice who that was? No, who was that? It was a Django Fett clone. Really? Played by the same actor who played Django Fett and who currently plays Boba Fett in the Boba in Book of Boba Fett. Wow. Okay. Hmm. Because you know, Django Fett got cloned. They used those clones to make stormtroopers, and he's a homeless stormtrooper. Wow, yeah. Helping a war veteran. <clears throat> yeah. Interesting. Yep. 
And then uh, Kenobi finds a con man who pretends to be a Jedi to scam people out of money, and he's played by uh, Kumail Nanjiani. That guy's fucking in everything. He is. Jesus Christ. Yeah. He's great. I love him. Oh, he is great, yeah. Yeah. And uh, that Spice Lab mm-hmm. with the blue chemicals and the hazmat suits. A little Walter Weishish. That had to be a, a nod to Breaking Bad. <laughs> Like 100%. Just a little bit, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So Obi-Wan falls for the trap. The Inquisitors capture him, but they don't kill him because, uh, well, we find out Vader wants to fucking do it. But mm-hmm. uh, However, Kenobi escapes because he gets them high with the spice that some girl gave him earlier. Right. And then spice Kenobi- is just a big thing in this uh, in this series. In this yeah, before, uh, kind of before universe. Said, I was like, there's spice in Star Wars? Right. And now spice is everywhere. Right. And then uh, Kenobi finds Leia, but the third sister puts a bounty on him. And when, when he first leaves, like he finds Leia, Kenobi puts on a disguise. Mm-hmm. He's like in a green outfit. His face is covered. Then as soon as the bounty goes out on him, he ditches the disguise. And then it's like, you just look like a Jedi now. Like in a Jedi robe. Like, right. Why would you ditch this disguise? That made no sense to me. It didn't make sense. And then but we no, have- it, it felt like a, a little bit John Wickish too, with uh with all the scum looking for for uh Obi Obi now. It was kind of interesting. Right. We have another stupid Leia chase scene. <laughs> right. She's like, I don't believe you're a you're a Jedi. Yeah, I, I'm gonna run away in this. And try to find something else in this fucking hell on earth, apparently. <laughs> right. Like, I mean, he just broke you out of prison. You think you trust him just a little bit. Right. But, you know, she's wise beyond her years. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, I guess she doesn't have the powers of the force yet. No. You can't sense it in other people. Yeah, so the bounty hunters went after them. Leia decides to jump off the building like a dumbass. But thankfully, Kenobi has enough force to save her. And she's like, wow, now I trust you. I guess you, you, you are. You use the force. Oh, wait, those other bad guys had force powers, too. Okay, whatever. Right. Okay, so I also didn't kind of mention this. I was also confused by this. Are the Inquisitors also Jedis? Because they also do a lot of Jedi-like things. They use the oh, well, force. Well, they're not Jedi. If anything, they would be Siths. Or Siths. But they're yeah. not. So I asked this question, and some of our fans told me they're like, no, they're not Siths. They're just hired by uh, the Imperial, you know, by uh, the Imperials and Darth Vader to hunt Jedi. But, but Darth like given, teaches them stuff? They're Inquisitors. They're not Siths. Hmm. You can't call them Siths because there's always two. <laughs> no more, no less. Just two. Well, she kills one of them. <laughs> oh, sorry. Spoiler well, that's alert. True, but it's just two. That <laughs> yeah. So then <laughs> it's it's too late. <laughs> so then uh the con man Haja has a sudden change of heart for no reason, and he decides to help Kenobi. Well, he's always been a good guy, Andrew. No. He just, you know, he just wants to take a little bit of money as well. He just wants to you know, take the money so that those people can't eat. Fuck them. Hey, but they're they're off to a safer place now. They're just poor. Right. 
<laughs> so the third sister reads his mind to find out where Kenobi's going, and uh, the Grand Inquisitor relieves third sister of her duties because she's reckless. Uh, and he yeah. kills Flea with his cool spinning lightsaber, but unfortunately, it was off screen. I imagine then, it was a brutal death. I yeah, I would hope. It's a shame we can't see it. And then uh, third sister finds Kenobi, and she tells him that Lord Vader is still alive, and the music, you know, drums up, and Kenobi is shocked. It's this great moment. And then the Grand Inquisitor shows up, but third sister kills him, <clears throat> mm-hmm. which is like. We just saw that spinning lightsaber, and we're not going to see that again. Maybe she takes it with him. Maybe, but I, think I, that, I have a. I think th- Han has a spinning lightsaber too. Who? Oh, Han. the the other guy. Yeah, the other guy. Han Inquisitor, or Han <laughs> brother? Well, Han he's brother, brother, right? Yeah, I think they're brothers. So I have a theory here. When third sister kills the Grand Inquisitor, he makes this grunt. When he, when he gets stabbed, he's like, Ugh! and it sounds, and I even went on YouTube to confirm this. I used to play this game on the PC in the early 2000s called Jedi Knight 2 and Jedi Academy. And the main character of Jedi Knight 2 is Kyle Katarn. And when you die in that game as Kyle Katarn, or if you, if you get hit with a blaster or a lightsaber, it's the same set. It's, Ugh! so my theory is for whatever reason, a little Easter egg for us Jedi Knight fans of the video game that when, when Grand Inquisitor died, got stabbed, they used that sound effect from that video game. I'm not even joking. I tell you, it sounds exactly the... I have to put this on the internet if people haven't found out yet. Andrew, you know you sound like right now, right? Huh. You sound like Charlie uh, from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia when he's when he's doing all his charts and maps trying to <laughs> trying to like this is what's happening blah 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 blah, blah. It's but, all... they, but sometimes they do shit like this <laughs> Andrew you sound crazy <laughs> it sounds I know my fucking I know trust me you didn't know it was Jingle Fett I didn't know it was Jingle Fett you're right you're right I, I have to it. bow down to your Star Wars Star Wars sound knowledge I'm telling. I'm telling. I gotta upload it and see what people think. I'm telling you, it's the same. Okay. I'm gonna blow this whole thing up. Conspiracy. I'm gonna the blow roof. the lid off of it. <laughs> yeah. Pretty sure. I'm like nine. Well, you're, you're gonna get a follow from John Favreau, and he's gonna send you a clapping emoji. <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm waiting for that. I bet you. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Pretty sure though. So, anyways. She kills the Grand Inquisitor. That allows Kenobi and Leia to escape on a ship. And then we see Kenobi still looks shocked, and he says, Anakin, as the episode ends. And then they cut to Anakin, Vader, and his fucking, his, his, uh, his, pool, his pool bed. I don't know. Right, yeah. <laughs> his water bed. <laughs> and you're like, oh, shit. Oh, shit, it's coming. Yeah, no, it was pretty interesting. I will say uh, the Grand Inquisitor thought she was a little bit too reckless, but it turns out, I mean, all of her plans so far have worked in right. finding him. Yeah. Well, he, he kind of met his own demise. Right. Yeah. Okay, Obi-Wan Kenobi, Kyle Katarn. <laughs> You're really digging deep into this. Wait a minute. Star Wars, Obi-Wan Kenobi, 
teases classic Jedi are still canon. Let me see. I'm going to read this real quick because it might. It says something about this. Hold on. One second. Hold it. Wait. Long. Uh Oh, this Andrew's Andrew's reading as he's going. Yeah, well, I don't want to do that. This is too long. I'll read it later. There you go. It probably says what I said. All right. So episode three, we have a great opening shot. Darth of Darth Vader. Layer is amazing. And yeah. that whole like that whole like building Darth Vader sequence that was kind of oh, neat yeah. too. Darth it kind of reminded me of like the Matrix a little bit, you know, yeah. like the Matrix guys had to get that shit in the back of their necks and all that. Or Just like that- or like uh, like a Batman suit up, you know? Oh yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. An animated or an animatronic Batman. Right. So yeah, Vader tells third sister that which this is cool because. The original rumors were like we weren't gonna get Vader till like episode five or some shit. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so it's cool that we're getting him sooner. But Vader tells third sister that Obi-Wan is all that matters. And if she finds him, then she'll be Grand Inquisitor. But if she fails, then she'll live to regret it. And of course, it's James Earl Jones's voice, thankfully. So okay. So Hayden Christensen is playing um Darth Vader, right? Yeah, but like I said, what's the point? If right, that's what I'm him? thinking. You don't ever see him. He's in his suit the whole fucking time. Yeah, but but we saw Kenobi his later. Charred up figure. We see later he he has visions of Anakin. Hmm. So that was new footage, but yeah, I, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I, they could have saved money and put it in something else. But you know, James Earl Jones is old, so like. When he dies, 91 years old. I mean, when he dies, doesn't Darth Vader die with him? Or do they have enough, like, recordings of him that they could make, like, you know. We'll make him say whatever the fuck he wants. With technology, (laughs) they can make him say whatever the fuck they want. Right. I I think that's the way we're going. (laughs) And they'll just pay his family. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, Kenobi thinks he sees Anakin, but that was either just in his head or Vader fucking with him. I don't know. So the the transport that Haja told Kenobi about doesn't show up, which is like another, like, well, was Haja fucking with them or what's the deal? We don't know. But Kenobi and Leia, because of Leia, they hitch a ride from an Imperial transport. And the transport sounds a lot like Seth Rogen. That's what I was thinking. Did you look it up? Was it him? It's not him. When when I heard it, I was like, it sounds like someone trying to do a Seth Rogen. I was waiting for the laugh. <laughs> yeah. oh, come on up. <laughs> hey, you want some of my spice? <laughs> but no, that guy was voiced by uh, Zach Braff. Zach from Braff. Um, that fucking doctor comedy show. What? That was him? Wow. He pulls off a pretty good Seth Rogen. <laughs> Interesting. Okay. Uh yeah, what the f- um yeah, but I appreciated this little whole like scrubs. Taxi- Sorry, yeah, scrubs, scrubs, yeah, yeah. I appreciated the whole little taxi car scene. It was kind of nice as they went along the desert picking up different different people. Right, they got the Jedi's and uh, not the stormtroopers get on they got the they, stormtroopers. Where they, are you from? Well, okay, the stormtroopers get on, and they tell the driver that they're looking for a Jedi. Mm-hmm. 
but they should know what Kenobi looks like because the Imperials, you saw when they put the bounty on, they put his picture. Well, you know, that's looking at Obi-Wan Kenobi's face on their fucking arms. That doesn't get out to the support staff at the, you know, the, the minor levels. You know, it's all it's only the droids that have that. The droids, the all the bounty hunters had it. <laughs> the stormtroopers, they don't care about them, I guess. No, I don't think so. They don't get it on that world. So Kenobi, again, he's rusty. He accidentally gives himself away by right? saying he's like, oh no, Leia. They're like, oh no, it was it was my dead wife. What the fuck are you talking about? He's like, oh yeah, she reminds me of my dead wife. She not, it's not creepy, bro. She was hot, but she fell for the wrong Jedi. She was, yeah. I'm talking about Darth Vader, of course. What? Yeah. Your boss, motherfucker. <laughs> but yeah, Obi-Wan recovers because stormtroopers, as we know, were like really dumb. Right. Don't get to see any of that classic Jedi stuff. No, you did not hear me say Leia. No, right. He's rusty. He's rusty. So Leia then asks Kenobi about uh, her mother and father, and Kenobi's like, I barely remember my family as, you know, us Jedis are taken away at such a young age. And again, we're like, God, it's like the fucking Catholic Church. <laughs> it's so creepy. It's a, it's a strange order for sure. Imagine people, they come over like this fucking weird church-like people, like, oh, we're going to take your five-year-old, say goodbye forever. What? Get the fuck no. out of here. Your five-year-old has special skills. Oh, yeah, I'm he sure needs he does. to live with us men. Oh, <laughs> it's so creepy. I will admit it's a very creepy. Yes. Like, why would they, I don't know why they would do that to make it like it just seems so creepy. Yeah, kid. Uh, exactly. Do we wonder how Anakin got fucked up? He went to go live with all these men. No, these yes. adult men. <laughs> like, sure, you can go to Jedi school, but can't you go home at the end of the day? Or they could fly you home. I mean, right. Summer camps? No. They have they travel at the speed of light. Why can't they have friends? Remember Grogu was like, why can't I have both? And and Luke why was like, no, you can only have one. Why can't Jedi's fuck? <laughs> why are they like priests and they have to they can't have sex or have relations? Because you have to be focused on the Jedi. It's too much like the Catholic Church. It does you know. <laughs> there is some parallels you can draw. Right. That's why Anakin and Padme had to keep it a secret. Right. Right. It's, it's, yeah. It's Yoda's little... like, if I couldn't plow, you're not going to plow, bro. <laughs> this is what a 1,000 year old virgin looks like. Sex? Yes, Will. Mm. <laughs> yeah. So the driver brings them to an Imperial base and a robot identifies Kenobi. Like you said, only the droids. Right. Um, and that one stormtrooper was uh, cut in half by that laser. That was pretty cool. It's pretty cool. Yeah. And then reinforcements arrive, but the Imperial officer named Tala shoots the other stormtroopers and reveals that she's a member of an underground network that helps enemies of the Empire. Fucking cold blood or murder. Kenobi gets so lucky. Yes. <laughs> You're about to shoot Kenobi to death, and he was just like, okay, kill me. You're what? You for push them. Not not only that, force so push. He, Take he your kills, guns. He kills all those uh, stormtroopers at the gate. You have a lightsaber. Blast the, the, like, what are you doing? He has the lightsaber and he has access to a truck, but he just fucks the truck and they start running away. Yeah. And then they instantly get caught by the Jedi. Yeah. <laughs> Thank God that they ended up finding Tala. 
Yeah. So then Kenobi Spidey Sense tells him that uh, Darth Vader is close by, and then he sees him, and Vader starts killing some of the town folk to lure Kenobi out. But Kenobi's like, fuck them. Right. I don't care. Well, you know, he's still trying to hide himself as a Jedi. Yeah. Yeah. So Kenobi has Tala run away with Leia, but Leia tells Tala to go back and save him, and she listens to the 10-year-old. Okay, 10-year-old. Sure. Not only this, okay, so they're going through the cave, right? Yeah. But the third sister ends up coming into the cave. Right. How does she end up getting out of the cave without the third sister seeing her? Because the third sister, you know, because she has... Did she get out of the cave before third sister went in the cave? I don't know. It seemed like it was pretty neck and neck. Yeah. I don't know. I was confused. I don't know. Obi-Wan tries to escape a different way, but Vader finds him, and Kenobi Kenobi asks Vader, what have you become? And Vader says, I am what you made me. That was pretty baller. And it's like, yeah, I'd be pissed too if my best friend chopped off my arms and legs and left me to burn to death. I'd be pretty upset. Right, yeah. Mm -hmm. And Vader says the classic line, you should have killed me when you had the chance, which is like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Why didn't you? That's my bad, bro. So Vader wants to torture Kenobi like Kenobi did him. He sets the ground on fire and he force throws Kenobi onto it. The only person that can force throw, apparently. Uh, apparently. <laughs> and then Tala saves Kenobi by shooting something and it explodes. And Tala's robot carries Kenobi to safety. Meanwhile, third sister Reva catches up to Leia and kidnaps her it's kind of weird that like just that one explosion darth vader just watches the robot take kenobi like that's it he just forced him a minute could ago you just could you just pull them over uh it's the robot's grip stronger than the force mm-hmm. no i don't think so. so that's how it ends we have three more episodes and it's a weekly basis now you know so I guess this is going to be a, a lot less about um, Luke and a lot more about Leia. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So I guess it's just going to be Obi-Wan trying to find Leia the rest of the three episodes. I didn't think it was going to be about either of them. Right. I thought it was going to be about Obi-Wan. <laughs> right. It still is, but it's more about the children than anything. Yeah, I wonder if they'll do a season two. I mean, I'm sure there's plenty of story to tell here. Oh, I'm sure. Season three, four, five. Oh my god. And then and then you and McGregor will look like Kenobi. Yeah. Eventually. eventually. <laughs> all right, that is all for Obi-Wan. So let's get to The Boys Season Three. My patience is waning. Wait, the boys are back too? again. Oh, Lord Jesus. We had to wait two years for this show to come back. Yeah. It's been a long two years. Hey, well, you know what? It was fucking worth the wait because they oh. fucking were creative as fuck. I love this show. When I said Peacemaker was the best thing I've seen in like a very long time, I was like, oh, wait, I forgot about the boys. Mm-hmm. You know? Listen. Oh. It opens with a cum joke, <laughs> you know, 
in the first couple scenes. There's a fucking oh, yeah. gum joke. It's amazing. <laughs> um, which one was it? It was the uh, director after he's uh, done uh, fucking Ashley. Oh yeah, <laughs> he's shaking you. He's in. Thanks for coming. After right. he fucking had the hair in his hand. <laughs> Didn't yeah. even wash his hands. So it's been a whole year storyline wise since the end of season two. Mm-hmm. We're at the movie premiere for the seven and we see Charlize Theron as Stormfront. Yeah, Charlize Theron's in a lot of things too. She's and, just uh, a Doctor Strange. Yeah. <laughs> and just like uh, Peacemaker, I just have a bunch of like funny lines from this show. Okay. Like There's when Homelander's like, guess this means we're breaking up, Nazi bitch. <laughs> I love that. And then right. hashtag release the Bork, the Bork cut. That was crazy. And uh, Starlight's publicly dating Huey. Uh, Giancarlo Esposito, who plays Stan Edgar, he, he gives like the, oh, that's just a few bad apples line, which, mm. you know, they say about the police force, obviously. Of course. And I feel like Huey is going to be the one that kills Congresswoman New uh, Newman. Eventually, for sure. Because yeah. she told him, kill me, like when they were at the premiere. Oh. He was like, only if it's murder-suicide, which I don't see them killing off Huey. But <laughs> right. But I also want Huey to kill A-Train one of these days. Because like. Well, he definitely can now. Yeah. He can catch him for sure. Right. It's actually a fair fight. <laughs> and then Homelander, I'm just a man who fell in love with the wrong woman. That was over in the trailer. And over and over again. And yeah, so the, the assistant Sarah's banging the director. Or no, her no, it's not Sarah, right? Ashley. 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 She bangs the director. The guy that plays the director also played Rugrat in Wolf of Wall Street. Okay. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. And then I liked when uh Huey was peeing. And then he turns around. He's like, Jesus Christ. And Butcher's like, not quite. I like that. Butcher's great. Also seeing Butcher ordering something on Amazon on an Amazon Prime show. That's just a little bit too much product placement, right? I think so. <laughs> it's like everyone already uses Amazon. Right. If they're watching the show, they're using on Amazon. Amazon. <laughs> We're on Amazon. So it seems like unnecessary counterproductive yeah put it on a show that's not on amazon prime right make it netflix yeah so then frenchie and uh kimiko they go to this party where a small soup named termite oh dear god termite there were some scenes in there that was a little bit i didn't know were coming and they were they no made shit. my they made my butt pucker let's just say that they made my <laughs> penis pucker <laughs> clinch up so some small soup named termite was banging a barbie doll or pretending to bang a barbie doll at at this party while everyone cheered him on Mm -hmm. Uh, but then he could get normal size again so he's basically ant-man i think he could only get normal size by sneezing something like well i guess so (laughs) that's one of the ways we know (laughs) right and then he also gets really small (laughs) at first i thought he was going up his boyfriend's butthole but no. I thought that was the butthole. No. Oh, okay. He went inside his boyfriend's dick hole. Oh, no. Oh, why'd I look at that? Well, why'd I look at the butthole, too? I'm pretty oh. sure. I'm pretty sure it was the dick hole. Well, either way, it was very uh, eye-opening, let's say the least. Eye-closing. 
Yeah, termite, yeah, penis explosion scene. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah, he goes inside his dick hole, but then he sneezes and he blows him up. Blows up his boyfriend. And Frenchie's in there and he's like, I won't say a word. Yeah. He's like, no, you can't go anywhere. (laughs) So termite tries to go up his ass, uh, but Kimiko saves him at first. And then uh, he's about to jump into Frenchie's mouth, but Butcher catches termite in a bag with, and basically just knocks him out with cocaine. A lot of, well, relative, I guess, to his size. Well, that's what <laughs> Huey later said. He was like, well, it was only a lot of cocaine because he was so small. <laughs> right. Yeah. And then Butcher wants to kill him. He's about to, like, swat him like a bug, but he doesn't because. And I thought he was. Well, the, he doesn't because the boys now yeah. work as contractors for Congresswoman Newman's Bureau of Superhero Affairs. Mm, interesting. In which she helps Huey catch the B-lister soups while she lets the A-listers get off scot-free, of course. Like Termite, an A-lister, apparently. An A-lister, yeah. And, uh, you know, they show Huey and Starlight waking up together and they teased us with another Starlight sex scene, Mm -hmm. which we got in season one, which was cool, but then they just skipped over. It was like, wow, that's a shame. Right. And then we have Butcher visiting Homelander's son. That got me emotional. Yeah, they had like a nice connection between Butcher and uh, was it Maddie? What what's the boy? Ryan. Ryan. Yeah. That's oh, look at nice guy Butcher. Yeah. Being a good stepdad. And but boy, does he become a cunt later (laughs) on? A cunt. Yes. Oh yeah. So the boy lives with Butcher's former boss Grace, who tells him, "You could stay if you want, but." Butcher says, that's a generous offer, but I ain't banged a blue hair since I was a lad. (laughs) I was like, I guess blue hair just means old woman, and it it does. It means an old person. Yeah. Yeah. I I will say... I don't know all these Australian uh, sayings. But blue hair, old people, come on. I think anybody put that together. Blue hair is nicer than gray hair, that's for sure. It's a nicer... Uh, I don't think you want either of those. But I I will say, I think it's kind of nice that the show... Uh, gave Mallory like a grandchild, so to say, so to speak, right. after she lost all her grandchildren to Lamplighter. Oh, so that was kind of neat. Yeah, you know, she's kind of she's kind of taking care of someone again. You know, probably kind of nice, giving right. her all the warm and fuzzies. Okay, uh, mother's milk at and his. This show doesn't have very many warm and fuzzies. No, mother's milk at his daughter's birthday party was awkward as fuck because now his wife dates like the nerdiest white guy ever. He's he's a bitch. Yeah, milk, mother's milk is a bitch. You know, he, he claims bad. he claims he's done with the soup shit, but later we see that he's still obsessed. And then we have his daughter dressed as Starlight and his ex-wife's boyfriend dressed as Homelander. It was like, that was weird. Yeah. <laughs> and then we have uh, <clears throat> Gus Fring, aka Stan. Mm. He's trying to sell V twenty four to the government. Because it'll give their soldiers superpowers for 24 hours. Seems and, like a great idea. Uh, seems like a very interesting uh, idea. He claims that, you know, Vought is going to be out of the superhero business in five years. Well, I thought he said he will be. Well, I think he will be as in Vought. Oh. Yeah, because they're tired of just, you know, watching around with these prima donnas. Yeah, so Stan also makes Starlight co-captain of the Seven because Homelander's popularity numbers are down since people still associate him with Stormfront. Right. Uh, so 
Homelander takes his anger out on Veep and A-Train. He constantly bullies them. Um, and it turns out Stormfront is still alive. I barely. Right. She Wait. looks like Darth Vader. Oh, my God. She does look like Vader. <laughs> the moment. So one thing I'm confused about is, like, where was she being? Was she being held in Vought? I think so. Yeah. But why? Why wouldn't they just kill her? Because Homelander wants her alive? Probably. I would imagine so. So this was hilarious because Homelander. Oh God, her. yes it was. Oh my. Homelander can Homelander visit her, visits her, and he just complains about his day and how hard his life is as she's laying there. What? While he's lowering the bed down. <laughs> lowering the bed down, she's like, "Oh, poor baby, no one suffers like you suffer," and then she jerks him off. <laughs> and she's like, "Oh yes, you're gonna lead us into the Third Reich," and he's like, yeah. "Well, well, no, no, stops." Yeah, she's like, no, the ma the master race. He's like, I am the master race. So, funny. oh Lord Jesus. So yeah, weird. they they have some weird weird scenes and like total left turns. Oh yeah, but it's fun to watch. Right. Uh, there's an American Idol like game show to decide who gets to be in the seven, and one of the contestants dated Starlight when they were teenagers, but Huey is a jealous little bitch. I mean, I mean, yeah. Would you want Starlight hanging around with anything like that? I'd be a jealous bitch. Well, you're a little jealous bitch, Josh. You know, I'm you got to be a man at some first. point. I guess you got to have confidence that you have a good woman and that she won't fuck you over. History tells me I, I, I wouldn't. Okay. <laughs> so uh, Queen Maeve visits Butch, which she's Queen Maeve is like hardly on this show so far in the first three. Yeah, episodes. for reals. It's like her one scene. She visits, she visits Butcher and tells him to look into an old superhero group called Payback and uh, finds and tells him to find With out. Mel Gibson? Maybe. But no, she tells him to find out the truth about their leader, Soldier Boy, in hopes mm -hmm. of uh, finding something that can kill Homelander. And it's interesting because, like, I don't think we ever knew before, like, how long superheroes existed in this world, right? Well... Depending on a Stormfront. Stormfront was from, what, the 1920s or whatever? Right, but, like, but they didn't know she was a, they didn't know she had superpowers back then, right? Maybe, I don't know. Yeah, it wasn't very clear on like, that. Like, we knew now that, like, the public knew about superheroes in the 80s because there's a right. superhero team. Right. My whole thing about this was, like, okay, so you have the superhero Soldier Boy, yeah, but like, why do they think a weapon that could kill him could kill Homelander? Because Soldier Boy does not seem like he's as powerful as Homelander. Well, we haven't really seen him do much yet. Maybe. We, ha I mean, really, we haven't. Oh, it's not until the next episode. You're right. But even then, we don't see him do much. Sure, sure. But yeah, so she also gives Butcher V24, uh, but he's hesitant. He's, you know, resistant to trying it. Mm -hmm. And then right after she leaves, Homelander visits Butcher to ask where his son is, but Butcher refuses to tell him. And then Homelander makes, like, some weird offer to Butcher or something weird. No, this was Butcher's imagination. It was? Yeah, this was Butcher imagining it. That That's why it was kind of, like, yeah, he was like, why don't we just hash this out and go at it one-on-one -on -one and just be over with it? It was his it was his own mind being like, oh, if I take the V, I'll be on his same level. 
that type of thing. Uh, I feel yeah, like because you see, like later on, I don't know if it was uh, later on in this episode or in the next in the next episode, where he also kind of has like a little fade out moment. Yeah, where he's kind of teasing with the taking it. Well, I'm gonna edit that part out because now I, I don't want people to know I'm stupid. Uh, so then. Hold on, hold for editing. No, I'm just kidding. No, I I just figured Homelander like did a Batman goodbye when he looked back and Homelander wasn't there. Mm. All right, right. But no, yeah, you're. Uh, yeah, I felt stupid there. Damn. All it's right. Okay. We all have those moments, Andrew. <laughs> you're like, it's okay. I feel like that all the time. It's okay. It's okay, Andrew. It's three thirty in the morning. Yeah, well, I wasn't watching at 3.30 in the morning. All right, so at the beginning of this episode, some guy in the crowd at the movie premiere was calling the congresswoman Nadia, and then he later visited her office, and at the end, he chased her down an alleyway. He's like, hey, we used to be best friends, and people need to know what happened at Red River. And they end up having a bloody soup fight, and Huey witnesses Nadia blow her former friend to bits. Well, so... She doesn't just have head exploding power. She can like make anything explode. Like she's yeah. doing like his fucking hand. At least anything fucking... on a on a person. Yeah. Yeah, that was fucking terrifying. Also, but yeah, she she blows up like part of his face. Yeah. And he chokes on his own blood. Oh, that's a tough way to go. And they were fucking friends. Yeah. Oh. So okay, I need. I guess I need to go back to diabolicals. But was diabolicals was that the red room too? Or the Red River. Which episode? Well, no, like I guess the second episode where all the where all the freaks were or whatever. Remember they were all like the uh in that facility, all the babies and everything. Not the babies, oh, but that, all the adopted. That Huey visited right, right. Next episode. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, it reminded me of that. I don't know if it's supposed to be the same school or anything like that. Okay. Maybe. Let's okay. curious to that. But yeah, so she calls Vaught for help and Huey sits there in shock. As Billy Joel's Uptown Girl, living in her uptown world, which they played this song a few times in the episode, but that's like one of the great parts about the show is their music selection. The music selection, yes, yeah. As I mean, it's episode, raining blood on Huey. <laughs> season one, episode two, when they blow up the um, the invisible guy mm-hmm. with a bomb, and it's like a cherry bomb. <laughs> that song. <laughs> Yeah. That's right. <clears throat> that was good. All right, on to episode two. We have uh, VTV, Television for Women. And, you know, The Seven gets a big budget Hollywood movie and Deep gets a shitty lifetime made for TV movie. Uh, yeah. Not without my dolphin. Right. It's all about the, uh, the church. And Billy Zane is the evil church leader. <laughs> that seems to fit, though, to be honest. <laughs> That was hilarious. Um, yeah, later Stormfront, ex- or I'm sorry, Homelander expects Stormfront to remember his birthday, and he's kind of upset that she doesn't. And then um, later at the uh, American Hero show, Homelander tells Supersonic, he's like, hey, we might be teammates one day. And he's like, oh, thank you, sir. I hope so. And he's like, yeah, it also doesn't hurt that the show's judge used to get cum drunk on your chorizo picante. <laughs> I didn't fucking hear that. No. I fucking missed that. I, didn't rewind. I, I I heard it and I was like, what did he say? And then I went back and I was like, oh, did Jesus. he say? That's, that's the fucking craziest 
four word sequence I think I've ever heard in my life. She used to get cum drunk on your chorizo picante. <laughs> it's like racist and sexist, and it's all it's, the, it's fucking horrible. But I can't help but laugh. <laughs> it's like oh, what? Jesus. I did not hear that. Fuck, I knew I should have watched this on subtitles. I wanted to see uh, that come across. No, there subtitles. was some I put on subtitles because I want to know exactly what he said there. Did it did it say come drunk? Yeah, but they spelled it C-O-M-E. Ah fair. Yeah. That was hilarious. Yeah. Uh yeah, Votland looks pretty fun, to be honest. And uh a cheap Disney ripoff. Kimiko sure. just wants to be a kid again. Even if it means waiting three hours in line. Just wants to fucking ride that roller coaster. And then did you notice who Crimson Countess was played by? Oh, I I can't think of her name, but I know I've seen her in stuff before. She's played by Andrea from The Walking Dead. No. Okay. I was thinking someone different. Really? Yeah. Uh, Lori something is her real name. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah. Andrew from The Walking Dead. Wow, so she survived. What? That's a joke. That's a Walking Dead joke. Oh, she did not. Anyways, <laughs> um, no, but like, I wish every streaming service had the x-ray thing that Amazon does. Mm-hmm. You could pause it and you could see what actor. Who's on like, the side. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's how I, I didn't, I was like, she looks familiar. And then I was like, oh, fuck, it's Andrea. Mm, interesting. Okay. And then uh, her, her song, Chimps Don't Cry. That reminded me of like Tiger King's crappy music about the tigers, you know. <laughs> and like during the chase scene, they're playing the Chimps Don't Cry song. Jesus. And then Crimson uh, Crimson Countess accidentally blew up a guy in a Homelander mascot. He just explodes. Yes, terrible. <clears throat> uh, they, the, the the like I like I've said before, just the interesting ways they find to kill people. It's just crazy. Yes. Oh, it's great. Uh, then we see Homelander and Starlight. They're they're taping stuff for Homelander's like birthday show, mm-hmm. and she's like, "Now before we bring out Dame Judy Dench," and then like it gets cut away. But it's like, yeah, what? <laughs> uh, Homelander wants Starlight to sing Happy Birthday, and at first she does it like nonchalant, and he says, "We're gonna need a, we're gonna need a little bit more JFK getting rimmed by Marilyn." <laughs> it's a lot like peacemaker where it's you know right all these like creative like lines where you're like for sure yeah yeah she's like no i won't do it and then all the fucking dancers come out behind her right so funny and then uh ashley now has her own ashley who is actually in the credits as also ashley she's like i'm also ashley (laughs) in the credits she's credited as also ashley that's funny. Who Ashley picks on. Yeah. Uh, A-Train wants his own docu-series and a video game about how he ended slavery. Oh, my God. That was amazing. Jesus. She's like, is this it's about just... a slave trade? <laughs> the, it's called the Middle Passage. The Middle yeah. Passage. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I just, like, I, like I've said, just the left turns that the show takes. Crazy. Yeah. So then Huey visits the group home uh, for the truly gifted children. And mm. the teacher tells him, like, yeah, you'll be completely safe. Don't worry. Meanwhile, she's she has a broken leg. <laughs> it's the little right. things. 
<laughs> and then uh, Huey finds out that Stan like kind of adopted Nadia when she was a teenager. I think fully adopted her. Well, didn't he say in the? Didn't he say like I can adopt you, or did I hear that wrong? Oh yeah, you're right. He said like, uh, "Are you going to be my dad?" And he's like, something like that, or or something to that effect. Right. Yeah, he didn't. He wouldn't say dad. I I don't believe. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So then Butcher goes to a gun show, and the metal detector gag was (laughs) very similar to a Simpsons joke from 20 years ago. Really? Well, like Butcher walks with the metal detector. They see he has a gun. They're like, all right, nice. And then he walks in. In The Simpsons, they're at a gun convention, and people are walking through the metal detector. It keeps going off and going off. And then someone walks through, and it doesn't go off. And then they send him back, and then he grabs a gun and then gets to go in. That's actually pretty funny. You have to have a gun. (laughs) That's pretty funny. Yeah. Uh, So Butcher confronts Gunpowder, who turns out he used to get abused by Soldier Boy when... He was underage. Oh, Lord Jesus. That was dark. And this whole this whole scene about, you know, was like very forced, you know, about gun rights and everything. Yeah, it was very uh, hitting your head, hitting people over the head with the Republican stuff. Oh, they're going to take your gun rights away. Yeah. You know, we love the Second Amendment here. Can't vote for blah, 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 blah. But yeah, gunpowder can really shoot. Uh, that one shot was like from the movie Wanted. Did you see Wanted? I didn't see Wanted, but it kind of reminded me of uh, of the fucking terrible electric movie or da- da- uh, Daredevil movie. Oh God! With, oh, with uh, uh, with Bullseye. Bullseye. Yeah, that's what it reminded me of. But he was a much better Bullseye. This uh, this gunshot, oh, gunpowder, whatever. Yeah. So then later, Homelander was about to save a young woman from jumping off a building as a publicity stunt. Jesus. But then breaking news appears on the TV behind him and says that Stormfront committed suicide. Right. And Ashley grabs her phone saying, oh, fuck. She knows what's coming. She's like, how the fuck did she bite off her own tongue? Stormfront million, million dollar babied herself. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. So yeah, oh, so the the jumper is up there. Like, I don't think I want to jump anymore. And all like, like, you should do it. Yeah, you, know, you, you should, should do it. it. You will do it. And he makes her do it. Oh, you knew she Lord. was dead once Homelander was telling her everything. Right. You're like, oh, she's dead. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mother's milk has severe PTSD. Like, just a smoke alarm freaks him out. Mm-hmm. He like beat up the smoke alarm. <laughs> he went fucking to town on that thing. <laughs> Uh, Butcher finally watches the video that his, you know, his wife's son made him, and uh, so sweet. His, and it was super sweet, right? Because he was being a dick to the kid earlier. Like, I ain't got fucking time to watch it. I'm gonna go watch your cunt video. <laughs> Whatever. And then it ended up being like his wife saying, "Like, I love you, bye." Right. That yeah. type of stuff. So it's such tugging at the heart. It was great. Yeah. So then Butcher calls Huey to tell him that he's right about everything. I'm sorry for being a dick. Let's do things the right way. And Huey's like, yeah. Yeah, Newman's a soup. (laughs) So then Butcher's like, all right, well, fuck everything then. Butcher goes back to visit Gunpowder, who shoots Butcher in the chest, thinking he killed him. Mm. However, Butcher stands up. The bullets fall off of him like he's Superman. He's a fucking soup. I'm a fucking soup. And he crushes Gunpowder's gun and beats the hell out of him. 
Gunpowder uh, tells Butcher that the nuclear meltdown didn't kill Soldier Boy. He doesn't know how he died, but to ask the CIA because Grace Mallory was the case officer. Ooh. Right. So despite Gunpowder telling Butcher everything he knows, Butcher still beats him to death. Oh, and he also has Homelander's laser eyes. So right. that too. Beats him to death because he's a soup. Ironic, isn't it? Yeah, don't try to do the accent. No, yeah, no, I didn't. I didn't try to do the accent. <laughs> he lasers the guy, the guy's head off. Then later yeah. at uh, Homelander's birthday party, some guy in the crowd's like, "Hey, Homelander, your Nazi dad." <laughs> I was surprised he didn't flip out there and just laser everyone in the crowd. Well, it's gonna happen at some it point. It seems like it's leaning that way. I mean, Homelander's been my favorite part of the show so far this for this sure. season because mm-hmm. you're just waiting for him to completely snap yes it's coming. then starlight says homelander he's just like you everyone makes mistakes everyone deserves a second chance and homelander's like nope nope i'm not like you i'm better than all of you i'm the fucking best and you know fuck you guys and the show ends with homelander's like honest rant about the vaught executives trying to control him and right. i i honestly thought the crowd was going to give him a standing ovation to like end that episode. Well, it, it didn't give him a standing ovation there, but when right. what, the next very next episode, he gets his, he gets his uh, a reward for his yeah. honesty. He's up 21 points and he's rock hard in front of Ashley. And she's like <laughs> horrified by his dick. Oh, Lord. Or maybe Jesus. she's not. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, episode three opens with Starlight as a preteen in those creepy beauty pageants, except this one's for soup superheroes. Did you see who the beauty pageant was sponsored by? No. State Farm. What? Yes. Why would they agree to that? It looks terrible. <laughs> Go back and look. That's right. State Farm. <laughs> but she's so like 12 years old. She's like 12 years old singing, you know, hit right. me, baby, one more time. It's like, yeah. Very creepy. Yeah, her mom, she's like, Mom, my ribs hurt. I can't do this. Well, what is pain? Pain's only, you know, it leaves your body for greatness, blah, blah, blah. Like, Jesus, mom's a psychopath. Well, we already knew that from past seasons. But yeah, so Starlight tells Supersonic, you know, leave the show because Homelander's insane and he'll put your whole family at risk. And uh, Supersonic later tells Starlight that he's, joining the seven to have her back and when he said have your back probably meant like you know i want to doggy style back. i gotcha yeah yeah what the fuck is his superpower you've yet to see it you know you didn't get to see either any of those people's superpowers is like supersonic booms maybe i would think maybe. so I homelander think reinstates possibly. veep back into the seven and uh, Veep offers Starlight some stupid dolphin necklace. But she yells at Homelander, like, why would I want a daily reminder of the guy who fucking mouth raped me? Damn. And wow. I forgot that that happens. Did you really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. In the first episode. Okay. Right. The way I remembered it is he was standing there naked and then she mm-hmm. threatened to, like, you know, electrocute him. Mm-hmm. And that's all I remember. I forgot that he basically forced her to blow him. Yeah, he's like, oh, so you want to be in the seven, huh? Yeah. Well, you know, I got a lot of pull. Right. And yeah. I was like, fuck, I forgot about that. I, oh, that, oh, God, I hate Veep. 
Well, you remember he ended up getting. Why are you saying Veep? A Veep. Uh, deep. Sorry. <laughs> Jesus. Well, you remember he got he ended up getting his comeuppance in season uh, later on in the season or season two, right? What happened when uh, when he went to Ohio and he was taking a girl back to his place and the girl ended up, you know, raping him. She was all touching him in his gills like, no, don't do that. Just oh, fucking right. his fingers in. So he did get his comeuppance, but, know, you know, maybe, maybe he, he yeah. needs more. Well, he also got some. Right. Well, in this episode, yeah, he uh, ended up getting a lot. Why would you listen? He knows how crazy and batshit Homelander is. Yeah. Would you ever want to get back into that situation? Right. Jesus. Same with a train. Homelander has been a dick to you for the past two episodes. Probably since you I I don't get it. Well, they love the fame and fortune, Josh, I guess. So Starlight threatens to release the video of Homelander refusing to save the people in the plane crash. And, oh, God, this got dark. But Homelander doesn't care anymore. He's like, go ahead. Go ahead, do it. But then I'll have nothing to lose. And I'll blow up the White House. I'll blow up the Pentagon. And then I'll just fucking blow up New York. <laughs> and it's like, oh, fuck. And he's like, after that, I'll go to Iowa, where you live. Yeah, I'll, I'll go to Des Moines. And destroy like, everything over there. He's like, yeah, Des Moines. I'm like, oh, fuck, I was just in Des Moines. <laughs> <laughs> well he didn't say anything about houston yeah so we're good uh then we see veep uh deep, fucking deep god damn it deep. <laughs> why do i keep saying veep that's actually a tv show i know <laughs> so deep fucks his wife uh but he's more turned on by the fish so watching funny. him he's like oh yeah you're gonna jerk me off with all your arms and she's like what <laughs> That made me laugh so much. And then he just comes and flops on her, and she's like, okay. Oh, wait. Hold on. That was an octopus, right? Or was that a starfish? That was the octopus. No! That oh. So he wasn't just a friend. He was, oh, he was a, a lover. A special friend, apparently. Oh, Homelander has a dinner for Deep. Oh, and God. he forces him to eat his lover friend octopus, <laughs> Timothy. <laughs> His name is Timothy. Fucking forced him to eat different shellfish first. And you could see how uncomfortable he was. Fucking yeah. everyone's cracking lobster, lobster, eating oysters. Yeah. You know, all this shit. And then fucking brings out this grand plate. You know, <laughs> what's underneath this? A fucking living, a fucking living octopus. And he's, he's like, he's begging for his life. He has kids. <laughs> <laughs> and then his wife texts him, eat the fucking octopus. You heard what he was saying as he was putting the octopus in his mouth, right? What? He he's praying now. <laughs> he's praying. <laughs> oh that was this, gross. This is this was uncomfortable. You know what? Veep mouth raped Starlight, so he Veep. God damn it, deep. <laughs> yes. Veep mouth raped Starlight, so he deserves it. It's it's been a long climb for Veep. Deep up. Now you're fucking with me. Uh, I guess I'm owed one. Uh, yeah. So they filmed the season finale of American Hero, and they officially announced Supersonic and Deep as the newest members of the Seven. And out then, of nowhere. Out of nowhere. Yeah, the two contestants are waiting, and then and then Deep's just standing in the back. He's like, Oh, hello. God damn you. 
Mm-hmm. And then uh, Homelander announces that him and Starlight are in love. Hashtag Homelight. Right. Well, the the part you we haven't gotten to the parts about when they were in Nicaragua, Nicaragua either. Well, I'm gonna go back to that. Okay. Because right. I wanted to. Because there's kind of like two storylines. Very true. Yeah. The ho- the the Homelight stuff was a little bit shocking. Then she just like went into it. Like she goes along with it, making out with kisses it. Kisses him because Huey's like. You gotta you gotta roll with it for now, which that's clearly gonna lead to them breaking up, mm-hmm. which is gonna be sad. Yeah. But she kisses him while clinching her fist behind her back, which is what she did as a kid in the superhero pageant. Right. So it looks like she's gonna snap too at some point. Man, murder Huey probably. Oh God, <laughs> I don't know about that, but but yeah, I like seeing all the boys back together again. You know, Mother's Milk returned and right. Except for right. Frenchie, who goes on his own side mission because his his ex got in trouble with the Russians, but mm-hmm. that comes into play later. Um, Huey has Kimiko break his arm because he knows Vicky will know if he's faking being sick. That was so funny. On the count of three. One, two, snap! Yeah, and he's like, no! Nah! <laughs> and Butcher's just like, whatever. So then Butcher confronts Grace about Soldier Boy, and she tells them the truth. Uh, turns out Payback assisted the CIA in fighting a communist government in Nicaragua during the Cold War. Right. Um, but Soldier Boy was killed by a Russian super weapon, or so we think. I'm pretty sure we're going to find out that's not true. Right, that he's still alive, right? He's still alive. And right. He's probably, like, preserved, like, the Winter Soldier or some shit. Right, that's what I'm thinking, too. He hasn't aged. Probably, right. Because, Yeah. Mm-hmm. So then we also see a young Stan Edgar was uh, the one that brought them there. And a young Black Noir. <laughs> Black Noir without the mask. Yeah. And talking to Stan. And we later find out why he always wears the mask. <sighs> so sad. Yeah. Uh, meanwhile, Butcher is struggling to deal with the after effects of taking V24. Uh, and mm-hmm. the kid Ryan can sense it on him. And then later, Butcher tells little Ryan to fuck off. And he's like, maybe I don't want to look at you after what you've done to my Becca. Oh. It's like, there you go. That's the Butcher we know. Why'd you have to be an asshole? I guess I, I know it's his character, but it's damn. His character, yeah. They were building such a little bond. He's like, Have's fuck off, you kid. Fuck you, Terrible. you killed me, Becca. Mm. And then Ryan thinks about lasering Butcher's face off fucking should have did it but then he just says i hate you and he runs into the house and then butcher later confines in huey <laughs> and then he vomits all the v224 all over that was pretty fucking funny yeah he got like two words out and then all over his face yeah and he's like what the fuck but i think there's Poor huey i think there's eight episodes total so we have five more weeks of this nice yes nice Okay. I don't know where the fuck this season's going, to be honest. It could go so many ways. It's an A-plus so far. Yeah. But so I guess next uh, the next episode, we're going to see their, uh, their foray into Russia. Yeah, they're going to Russia. <laughs> and we're going to see some Russian superheroes, apparently. Probably. Yeah, so it's going to be pretty interesting. I wonder if they find uh, Soldier Boy next next episode. It's yeah, you kind of interesting. Yeah, at least by the end of the episode. 
Mm-hmm. All right, fan questions and comments. Uh, Joey Montez, I'm not going to lie. I wanted them to keep Black Noir's identity vague only because I read the comics and it's an amazing payoff. But besides the main mm. characters, who's y'all's favorite soup? Besides the main characters? Yeah, I mean, Starlight's a main character, right? Right. Because it would be Starlight. So who's our favorite B and D listers? They're all assholes, though. How could you yeah. even like any? Of, I mean, Queen Maeve at least is trying to be good, but she's barely. I think like everyone is a main character, to be honest. Pretty much. I mean, I, I love Butcher. I, Mother's Milk is funny. Frenchie is. Yeah, but he's not a, they're asking your favorite soup, but they're not soups. Uh, well, Butcher was a soup for a little bit. I mean, you can't like them. I mean, my favorite character is Homelander, but right. you can't like him right remember the end of season two he's like jerking off like from space oh right That's he's like right. jerking off on earth like onto the earth <laughs> like here's your rain <clears throat> uh jason Deeren says there's no way they were gonna make black noir a clone of homelander on the tv show so i guess in the comics black noir is a clone of homelander oh okay interesting um he says, I think we'll find out that he's Stan Edgar's brother from the way he was talking to Stan in this episode. Yeah. Yeah, they did seem like kind of close. Right. And remember when uh in I think it was season two when Black Noir was chasing Butcher, that you know, he was able to call um uh Stan was able to call Black Noir. Okay. And you know, they were able to kind of chat. Do you remember when they were chasing Butcher? They're in Butcher's like aunt's house or whatever. Oh yeah. Yeah, right. they had that scene where they were also kind of tight. So, yeah, right. I, I guess yeah, that's yeah. kind of true. Carlos Ramirez, what's your favorite Star Wars film? Mine's Return of the Jedi because you get to see Darth Vader's depressing and scarred face. Return of the Jedi. Um, For me, it's Rogue One. <laughs> the only one that's not technically a Star Wars. <laughs> it's a Star Wars film. I mean, it's not part of the franchise. So it is. It's it's the only one that doesn't like fit in the entire universe. It fits. Have you seen it? I've seen it. It fit. It, what do you it, mean? The Princess Leia the movie. It's a one-off. Darth it's a Vader one-off. has never been more badass than that that thirty-second scene in in Rogue One. <laughs> you know it's true. Uh, it's very true. Uh, my favorite Star Wars movie is um, uh, Dear Lord. Dear Lord. No, I'm trying to trying to think of it. Off the top of the head, it's the one Empire where they're uh, back. Uh, yeah, strike Empire Strikes Back. One where they're in the the frozen world. Yeah, the one where you find out that Darth, who Darth Vader is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you are your uh, father. Please, uh, pop culture junkie. I'm really, I'm really enjoying Obi Wan Kenobi. Kenobi is portraying a defeated man who lost his family of Jedi, forced to kill his brother during Order sixty six, and has been shaken to his core with the revelation. Of learning that Vader lives. Absolutely great storytelling from McGregor. Mm-hmm. Only weak part of the show has been the actress playing Reva, aka third sister. Her acting comes forced and unconvincing that she is a badass. Tired of people saying the hate for her has anything to do with her race. It's her acting that is terrible. I didn't like the acting in the first episode, but I mean, I kind of got used to her after that. Um, so, I mean, I don't know. I don't think she I had. I had just of... like everyone else in Star Wars, right? Um, but no, she got a lot of like racist comments on social media, and yeah. you and McGregor had to like a make a video, things. and he's like, "What the fuck's wrong with you guys?" 
Right. Well, you know, he's like, you know, it's Star Wars fans in my book. But yeah, obviously they should stop doing that. I don't I don't have any major problems with her. I'm more I'm more cringe about Leia's about Leia. Right. Character. Alan Kimmon, if you could jump inside of anyone's vagina like the termite and give it a nice tickle, who would you choose? Mm. I don't think I want to do that. Yeah. <laughs> I'll just say not. Then I'll just say I, Nia Jax. Then if I, yeah, they, they predicted you were going to say Nia Jax. Ah! But then if you sneeze, you're going to blow her up. Oh, that sucks. Yeah. Mm. Put Lewis, okay. Lewis Vasquez, can you guys list three of your favorite bad movies? Mine are Ghost Rider, uh, Gods of Egypt, and Bruno. I don't think Bruno's a bad movie. It's funny. Uh, three bad movies? Ah. Uh... I, I think we'd have we'll have to do a top five bad movies maybe one day. I can't think of one off. The I mean, face head. off. I consider that a good action movie. It's bad. It's I mean, look, I just love five. it. I just love it, but it's bad. <laughs> it's not in my top five. It's maybe bad. Top fifteen. It's amazingly bad. Like it's it's one of those. It's so bad that it's good. It's yeah. I'll just leave it at that. Omar, Obi-Wan is the best Star Wars show that Disney Plus has put out. He likes it more than Mandalorian. I still like Mandalorian better. Mandalorian's a little bit better. Yeah. Also, top five uh, personal favorite movies, no particular order. The Dark Knight, uh, Terminator 2, Ooh. Tron Legacy, Never Back to the Future, okay. Tropic Thunder, Ooh. and the Lord of the Rings trilogy. He says it counts as one. I watched them all together. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. He named eight movies. First Damn. Top five. There you go. Well, it's like Andrew. Andrew does the top five and does 30 movies. Well, hold on. He said top five, Dark Knight, Terminator 2, Tron Legacy, Back to the Future, Tropic Thunder. That's five. Right. And then he added the Lord of the Rings, and he counts it as one. But even if you count it as one, that's still six movies, bro. That's an honorable mention. Wait, so can the Dark Knight trilogy be my one? It's number one. That's one movie. <laughs> No, you can't count it as one movie. Uh, Joey Jojo, uh, why did Darth Vader not drag Obi-Wan over the fire again after the other I day started know. the second fire? Right. Just wasn't in the mood anymore? He ran out of the force. The force drains quickly. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, Chris Klim, fuck, Mary kill Disney princesses. Oh, Lord. Cinderella, Ariel, and Belle. Jason Deerham says, well, Cinderella is the only one over 18 here, so good luck with the answer. <laughs> is she over 18? How do they realize? How do they know that? I, guess, I remember, she, like, Ariel 16. Because she's marrying age, I guess? Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, back then when these stories were made, they were all, like, 15-year-old brides. or So, fuck, marry. Oh, no, we're not, we're not, we're not going to answer this question. <laughs> <clears throat> Ariel as an adult. There you go. You know, I would make her number one. Sure, sure, sure. Uh, man, it's still bald. Andrew, if you're looking for a movie to watch with your son, the Chippendale movie on Disney Plus is pretty funny and full of crazy cameos. Would be interesting to hear your comments about it. If I have time, there's so much shit out right now, you know? We're still two movies in the movie theaters behind. Well, not yet. Jurassic well, Park comes out Friday. Well, we will be soon. We will be. Uh, Jason Deerham, uh, Giancarlo Esposito. In the past year or so, we've seen him play Gus Fring, Moff Gideon, and Stan Edgar. Do you think he's been typecast? Well, 
I mean, yeah. Yeah, it's gonna be yeah. a it's gonna be weird seeing him play a a, a nice a nice uh, fun role one day. Not gonna do that. <laughs> I mean, yeah, he's definitely he's Gus Fring in the boys. For sure. Yeah. You know, he's a little different in Mandalorian because he's like a fucking you know, bad, he's different, but right. in the boys, he's straight up Gus Fring. He's straight up Gus Fring without murdering people. Well, he still orders people to be murdered. Right. And it might be coming. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. I, I have a feeling that Stan Edgar has, he's either a superhero or he has some sort, you know what I mean? Like there's some secret we don't know about him. Or like Black Noir is his, his brother, like you said. Yeah. Yeah. But something's got to, we're going to find out something about him. I think so. Because why doesn't Homelander just kill him, you know? And There's it can't be, some be reason, right? It can't be because he's the boss, right? I mean, Jesus, yeah, he's killed people for much less. Sure, yeah, yeah. like the first episode ever where he fucking blows up that plane with that kid in it. Yeah, uh, or Madeline Stillwell. Yeah, his, <laughs> I mean, his, Jesus, his yeah mom kind of or whatever. <laughs> right, you know they've yet to demonstrate why everyone is afraid of Stan Edgar. So, you know, one of these days they're gonna have to. Yep. Yeah. So yeah, that was a very long podcast, maybe our longest one. Well, that's what happens when you review six episodes in a podcast. So make sure you subscribe to our podcast wherever you're viewing us. We also have exclusive videos on our YouTube channel, Hollywood Hogwash Pod. Follow the show on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Hollywood Hog Pod. And next week we'll be reviewing episode four of Obi Wan Kenobi. Episode four of The Boys, season three, and I guess Top Gun Maverick, right? Sure. And we'll do Jurassic World the following week. Yes. So, yeah. We'll see you there, people. All right.